calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the Relentless Patriots. Now, without further ado, here is Relentless Patriot Vinny. How are you, my friend? My patriotic people. Good evening, guys. Thank you for adding me in. I wasn't even expecting it, but you know what? I'm always ready to talk about realness and uh, true patriotism with both of you and anyone else that's willing to stand and fight for freedom. Yeah, and I apologize um, for for not accepting the request from your new account. I thought it was a bot. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. You know, I got like 10 different ones now because every single thing that I've been fighting people over has been about what we're talking about. Everything. Like, my Instagram is okay so far, so I'm letting that, you know, uh, just do its thing for a bit. I've been going live in the car recently, too, because this is, like, the only time. I've been super busy with everything, so I apologize. I really need to get back into, you know, doing all this with you guys. And um, But trust me when I tell you that my fight for all this is far from over. And these Republicans up here have a very rude awakening coming. Matter of fact, they're lucky to be even in my presence when I talk to them about it. You know, because um, the, the amount of history, the amount of things that are being taken away. You guys saw, like, the uh, the new Disney cartoons that said America was built on slavery. Slave, oh, slave. Family. Yeah. Yes. And the remake yes. of it. They rebooted it. Remake and that once was a show that was really uh, mellow. It, it was a show on true diversity, and it was just a group of friends. And it was a good family-friendly TV show. As with all remakes, it's going the exact opposite. Yeah. Right. No, a lot of things is, you know, I have this, uh, you know me, I always like to have a book with me and uh, read from it. Um, this is along the lines, though, of what we're talking about. This book is one of my favorites so far. It's Patriot versus Loyalist. And the difference between the two. Very, very prominent to rhinos. Mm. You know, and what, what, the, uh, what these guys used to do. You can see the differences in the two people this this is a loyalist on the british side americans scottish uh, irish or mm. anyone that was willing to do the work of the king that was a colonial wore this outfit for it's a second i thought that was queen anne's rangers mm, uniform yeah you, right the king's rangers the the, the dragoons the drag on the drag queen i mean dra sorry uh, the drag queen <laughs> the drag queen boots. <laughs> Dragoon boots. But, you know, but I, I found this very interesting that there is this paragraph here, okay? And it sounds just like right now. After the rebels had on a summons consented to surrender, they fired out of the windows of a house into which they had retreated, thereby provoking the conquerors to storm it. Um, the vengeful loyalists pursued the fleeing Americans through the surrounding fields, cutting them down at will. <laughs> With the bridge secured, the Loyalists continued their retreat south via Albany Post Road. Uh, the arrival of a French expeditionary force in the summer of 1781 shifted the balance of power against the British. On July 22nd, French dragoons and Connecticut militia drove out the Loyalists of Morrisania. It, it, all, all these like different little experts of what the loyalists did to people. They kidnapped them. They tortured them. Um, it says here with uh, they overwhelmed General Green's forces. Uh, they did terrible things to 27 men that were wounded, didn't care, let them die in the barracks. Like 
It's just it's the same thing what the Union soldiers did. So people that are loyal to the crown, they're loyal to this Unionite, um, New World New World Order owned, uh, you know, archetypes. It's just people don't realize what they have really signed up for. You know, every time I have an American flag on, I always think about the history with it. You know, and and it's a shame because like all the things that we once knew where we're all supposed to be united for freedom and for liberty. Now it's more like little sex now. And it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't be like that. But this is what they want. This is what they want to do to us. And it's outright aggravating that no one sees any of this. That, oh, we just all have to stand together. Well, how do you propose that exactly? How do we all, how do we all stand together when you guys can't even understand American history? Especially from what both of you say and what I say. You, you, the, the failure of people to look up information for themselves and to actually listen to what we're saying, what we're talking about, it, it, it's it's just so ignorant. People just rather stay stay blind to the obvious and not just not do the due diligence, and yet still proclaim that America is united. Mm hmm. A hundred percent. And this has been the problem that we've been having. And Frankie has seen this uh, spot on. Oh yeah. And the problem you've seen also this head on is with, uh, what we've dealt with, with in New Jersey, we have the GOP right. that get nasty with you, with me. Frankie was oh, harassed yeah. by having a flag that said a uh, join or die. The original Gaston right. flag. He I was mean, harassed I, for that. I, I, I Republicans not know that by now. Yeah. Oh, and when they try to go after the Gonzalez flag, come and take it. And we've had that too. We've had, uh, and we, uh, oh, what I really uh, propose is what I want is that we three of us, we've got to do another show and I'll, I'll bring in some of my receipts that I took because they accidentally had me in their one group where I got to see how they were talking trash about our flags and like other flags, like the Gazden. There was a, a failed truckers convoy. And Frankie remembers that they never even went to DC. They were doing it to support the Canadian truckers. This right. was a hijack rally. They did it to sell the GOP's message. And they Completely. said that anyone who has a flag that is anything other than a USA flag or a back the blue flag or Canadian flag will be kicked out. Then they, they lied and they said they never said that. I had screenshots proving it was right by the exact same person. And then they quickly blocked me and backtracked. Yeah. And I, I, I think this uh, Mrs. Starbucks should do this. Mrs. Starbucks said, should I reclaim my family land in NJ? Burlington and surrounding area is mine. Please do Mrs. Starbucks because I, that area of New Jersey is the Dixie part. Um, we, I mean, African Americans can claim reparations whenever the hell they feel like it. So you might as well do the same. Screw them. That's right. Or you tell them the answer. This is a good point on this. Anthony Johnson sold all black and indentured servants. Um, and Anthony Johnson was a free black man. So the first uh, slave trader like that was black. And people get shocked when you talk about him. They're like, oh, no, let's not open that lunchbox. That's right. They don't even like the Gazan flag. How can uh, no one not like it? Well, uh, Miss Lori, that's the thing I've been wondering too. It's because um, they don't like anything that says rebelling against a tyrannical force. A lot of GOP are terrified to even t say that word tyranny. They'll be like, oh no, we got to wear our suits. We got to be professional. You know, we can't offend anyone. And my response is, we, we had a GOP person ready for this, y'all. We have a GOP person who was on the school board and it was the same school that had the drag show during school hours, a private drag show. He did not like the idea of us calling out the drag show because he thought it would make Republicans look bad. Unbelievable. My yeah. jaw nearly hit the floor. I'm like, no, th this guy has got some serious issues. He also said we, we shouldn't be questioning the, uh, the election fraud issue. It makes us look bad. He felt uncomfortable when I was there at the one GOP meeting because I had um, a general forest cockade on it. And then someone asked me, oh, could you take the cockade off? No, I can't actually. I'm keeping this on. He ended up leaving because he was too offended. 
and then I at got called point, militant. <laughs> at what point does the Republican Party even think to 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 say to themselves, everything's going to make us look bad? Like like they need to stop being so afraid of freedom and liberty, and actually show up, show up to their Americanism, or live up to their patriotism. Like they they just they refuse to have a backbone. We already know the Democrats have them by the you know what's, and um, yeah. that's it. We need we definitely need a new party, but everyone's mm -hmm. like, oh, that'll separate. I'm like, good, let let, let it separate. Good. Let good. it yeah. be good. Yeah. Child that good. I mean, look what happened to the Whigs, y'all. <laughs> that's right. Mm -hmm. And this Mr. Uh, Billy brings up a great point. Look at this, y'all. Um, it was, uh, let me find this one. Our forefathers didn't believe in a two-party system. Yeah, either well, which there we go. Unfortunately, Lincoln had destroyed what the union was. We are no longer in a voluntary union. It's a forced union. That's right. That's exactly what it became. It's yeah. a forced union for everyone now, whether they like it or not. Operation Lockstep. Mm -hmm. You know, all, all the corporations are linked together to promote tyranny. And the same five own the, 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 the main 600 of the world. The Targets and Walmarts, the uh, Best Buys, the um, all the different places where people uh, buy food at, like Panera. You know all the all the mainstream restaurants. If you look at every single one of those corporation websites, too, they all have the same clauses: the Agenda Twenty Thirty clause, the climate change, the inclusiveness, the transgenderness, the this and that. And it's just like, how do people not see this is all the same mantra and speech? On every single one of these sites, that's promoting the exact same thing. And it's like, um, I keep warning people, if you truly want to lose your country, then just keep shopping at Amazon. You know? Just keep feeding the, just keep feeding the meter. Because that's what they want, too. And that's how we're really not going to be able to fight back. Because they, they're the ones controlling most of the commerce. So we have to remember these things. And, I, and I'm PO'd. Because the corporations that are helping me to uh, run my store, they all have the same freaking clauses too, including the places that I do print uh, print work for at my full-time job. If you guys go to planetmark.com, and I don't want to deviate past the point, right? But this is everything to do with what we're, what we're talking about. This, this needs to be a full rebellion, a full-out war on these people because they're going to continue to press and push and infiltrate every single small business to the point where they consolidate them into their own. Planetmark.com, that's that that's the printing website where you guys can see their eco-friendly agenda there. The same thing as Agenda 2030, verbatim. Paragraph for paragraph. Section after section. And I promise you that they're going to try to take over. If, if the South is not able to stand up, my friends, then we're really going to be in trouble. Yeah. Absolutely, and absolutely. This is if another the South point. falls. If the South falls, then the Republic is pretty much doomed. Oh, their That's whole party's right. gone. Without without us, there is no party. And my favorite is they exploit yeah. the Southern vote while at the same time stabbing the Southerners in the back. Yeah, because could, could you imagine if the entire what's that? A lot of uh, Benedict Arnolds out there for sure. A lot of turncoats. Yeah, a lot Got of turncoats. It. A lot of loyalists, just like the book. A lot of loyalists, a lot of people that are just loyal to the crown because they benefit from it. And Mr. Billy brings up a great point. Uh, so before the war of Northern aggression, the 1860 census showed there were more free black people in, down south. 
here's the other uh, interesting thing that people don't know about Lincoln. Lincoln was extremely pro-segregation and his speeches are so darn racist, you cannot even read the full thing without being censored online. If only yeah. Republicans knew the actual man they were supporting. That was number one. And uh, I also liked Mrs. Uh, Starbucks. She brings up two great points. I am uh, offended uh, at the offended ignorance. And then she also brings up a great yeah. point. Funny thing that people don't know that Abraham Lincoln suffered from syphilis. The man was mentally ill. Oh, man. He, this is another scary fact that's true. He used to have his son dug up at Arlington National Cemetery to hold him. His son was one of the first to be embalmed because at that time, embalming was a new technology. It was not widely used. You had to have money to do it. Um, Lincoln was not right in the head. Uh, wasn't Lincoln also, correct me if I'm wrong, I remember hearing this a long time ago when I was a kid. Wasn't he partially black? No, I, I not that, that I, but there is some evidence on oh, yeah. Lincoln. The one thing that there was uh, some is that he might have been, um, at the very least, bisexual. That's the only. Holy crap! Yeah, here's what's here's what's hilarious, dude. Lincoln and oh, I man. share an ancestor. Remember that ancestor I showed That's you right. about that was burned at the stake. <laughs> his son. Oh, man. I'm, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Well, his son. Thomas is the common ancestor to presidents, both President Harrison's and Lincoln, Zachary Taylor, and President Madison and James Polk and Elizabeth Taylor. Meanwhile, Madison wasn't that bad, but yeah, my cousin, yeah, yeah my cousin Madison was not bad. Yeah, um, he did backtrack. Uh, a lot of what he believed in as president compared to when he was in the when he was a de a, con a conventional delegate, but I mean he was the framer of the Constitution. James Madison was a very smart person and well ahead of his time. He even mm -hmm. disagreed with Hamilton over time too. They they went oh, yeah. at it as well. Um, oh yeah. My favorite will always be Jefferson, you know, and Washington, yeah. and all those guys really had a big idea about how to secede. Yeah. And they called themselves Confederates. For goodness sake, guys, it's in the Articles of Confederation. It's right there in front of you. And also, and also, if secession is illegal, then, then technically West Virginia is an illegal state. That's right. That's right. Right. In order to West make part of Virginia. Yeah. Lincoln did have a thing for boys too. People forget that he uh, <laughs> there, he, he has a pretty. Uh, there's also proof that Mary Todd Lincoln, right? The reason why people think she went a little cuckoo was because not only being married to Lincoln, but he gave her syphilis. Syphilis is an STD. For those that don't know, um, it's a scary STD, and it has three cycles. Primary, you get a shanker. Don't look up the image; it's pretty scary. Then yeah, you get sure. an all over body rash. Yep, and you you eat your brain up, your heart up you go mad from it in certain cases and it's a really scary disease. And this is another fact about Lincoln on the subject of Lincoln. Uh, Billy is correct. Lincoln was an atheist and he did mock the Christian faith. Uh, that, that makes it even worse. Isn't that amazing? How every single socialist that we know is also the same way. That's they right. They have no value in religion. They have no values for life. They all believe in abortion. It's a, it's like, it's all step and repeat mantra. Yeah. And man. not to mention you'll, what you'll find is a, uh, People will still attack the Christian faith, Catholic faith, or prayer. 
you know, you'll have, we used, we had, there was one group they had in New Jersey. I think it was called a seat at the table and they had a prayer breakfast at one of the events. I think because they were afraid of offending people, they ditched the prayer breakfast for the one this year. Let, let me ask you guys a question. Um, there was a video that went viral uh, several months ago and it was actually of a, of a girl who, who made a, a uh, relative wheel of all the presidents of the United States and showed how they were all related to the um, King of England's family. Yeah. Except for like two or three. Uh, only one. Only one was not related. Yeah, only one. Now, are we talking about 45? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the only one who was not related, I believe, was Monroe. Or or. or so Trump was, Trump's also related. Van Buren, Van Buren. It was Van Buren. Van Buren, I think it was. Yeah, because his family so was they, Dutch. So Reagan yes. is related. He's like a like a twentieth cousin. I know. I know the Clintons are definitely related. The Bushes are related for sure. I am. But and Trump is just like, oh man. And I am too. I'm a descendant of Edward Longshanks. Longshanks. Oh man, that that, that guy needed a thousand times, and I, I'm pretty sure you know that already. What's that? Longshank. Longshank? What he what he did to the Scottish? Oh um, yeah. Is it that, that was the time of Braveheart? Yeah. All the all the, the Britain for the longest time, they weren't even British after a while. Since the 14th century, I believe, that's when this German bloodline came in, the same bloodline of Dracula. And they all had uh, first and second and third cousin marriages to keep the bloodline pure. Yeah. So there was a lot of incest going on for the crown around that time. Actually, I'm sorry, 11th century. Now that I remember, it was all during the uh, Renaissance period all the way through or medieval and, and even dark ages. But yeah, they did that all to keep the pure, you know, the pureness in the bloodline. And it transferred over to here. And I just can't believe that Washington would be like a, you know, like a, a 10th cousin removed yeah. or like uh yeah, Washington's a descendant of Edward III. It's crazy. Yeah, but at least he's say to himself, "Hey, uh, this is uh, not what we had in mind for the country." And no, I don't agree with my family, so screw you. Yeah, here's here's the irony, and I told people this before. We had two opportunities after the during the the war and after to become a monarchy. The first idea came from von Steuben to import. Frederick the Great's nephew, Prince Henry of the House of von Hohenzollern, to be our king. And and then when the Articles of Confederation failed, um, the the army wanted to overthrow Congress and make Washington our king. Wait, wait, can you can you can you say that again? That was very interesting information that you said. The Articles of Confederation failed. I say and, failed. I say failed yeah. because. Because of uh, how it all turned out, well, they did want Washington. That's correct. I can't hear you. They did want Washington as king, and yeah, Washington they tried. Said, they tried to, they tried to make Washington king, and Washington didn't want to be king. And that's how we got a president instead of a king. Yeah, and on and they failed to realize this too. If Washington became our king, and Washington had no legitimate children didn't have no birth children. That's right. And and if Washington died as a monarch, we would have a succession crisis. 
because he had an older half brother and a younger full brother. And never in history does a middle brother become king. Did those so, relatives of it have children at all? Huh? Uh, did his relatives have any children at all? Because yes. I know that the yes. bloodline was wiped out during the Civil War, correct? Um, the, there, Lawrence Washington, a descendant of a descendant of his younger full brother, is alive. Well, that's good to know. Hopefully, he'll come forward and say a bunch of stuff to help us. But uh, you know, it's funny. I, I look at all the ancestry of our forefathers, and I'm just thinking to myself, where are they? Um, they do have a reunion. They do have a reunion in Missouri every year. All descendants of of presidents, even Bertram Hayes Davis, goes to this reunion. Wow. Yes. Look at yeah, and one and uh, what's really amazing is the one of the one of the surviving grandsons of President Tyler also attends, and and a grandson of President Cleveland. Now a lot of people don't talk about the other presidents. Uh, maybe you guys have some additional knowledge about which which ones were actually good as well, aside from the ones that we already know. Um, obviously, we have. Theodore Roosevelt, we had um, Eisenhower, um, we had, uh, there was even someone after after Lincoln, a while after that, during the, the, uh, the, well, the, before Roosevelt, there was another person who was decent. But after that, it was just like, ever since certain presidents were taken out of the spectrum, we had a yeah. whole bunch of morons and tyrants that were put in. Yeah. And uh, our country has been going downhill. Definitely sycophants, villains, evil New World Order conspirators, and yeah. I can't stand that they all signed up for it. Yeah, we had the only, the one of our really the last Jeffersonian president was was Cleveland Grover Cleveland, the last true Jeffersonian. And New Jersey represent. Nice. He had a Confederate veteran that was in his cabinet, and who he is buried next to in Princeton Cemetery. The gentleman wow. that I portray, Colonel Lewis, he would yeah. call him the Robert E. Lee of New Jersey. Colonel Lewis, he uh, he wanted it. He he said it when the war started. He's loyal to the Union, but when Virginia was invaded, he was a statesman. My state comes first, and he probably wore the gray. He fought very hard, saw some of the bloodiest battles. He was a three-time prisoner of war, and after the war, he moves to New Jersey to practice law. He serves in New Jersey government, and then he serves under President Grover Cleveland who he's buried right next to. And uh, I always love it. I'll go out there and I'll go to uh, put flags in his grave and people go, there's a Confederate here. I go, there's a ton. Princeton cemetery is virtually a Confederate cemetery in New Jersey based on how many real sons, real daughters and Confederate veterans and widows are buried there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what's well, I watched a video of the presidential reunions that they do. And, and, uh, and there's also a, they, Mrs. Starbuck the, common joke, the common joke is that, it's they have situations where well yeah my grandpa beat your grandpa and that sort of <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's always good to know oh yeah With, could you um, imagine how fun that is like yeah I remember when my grandpa beat you in 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 that election it's hysterical we oh, have yeah. your father beat yours Cleveland's gravesite by the way then if that's the case for the next Memorial Day or any other opportunity we have and Corey my friend I can't wait to uh, come out eventually and meet all of you. 
and um, represent America properly. Yes. But yeah, and uh, Suzanne uh, Starbucks says she, that she knows Tyler's grandson. Mm -hmm. uh, which one? Miss uh, Mrs. Starbucks also said Fort uh, Monroe has the door that held him prisoner, and it has a sign that says tyrant. Um, she, she had another good comment here. They never tried Jefferson Davis because it was legal to secede. If the North tried him, it would have backfired. Oh, yeah. Billy also mentions another great point on uh, Lincoln and his administration. Speaking of uh, not going with the Constitution, West Virginia is illegal. It violates the Constitution where it says no new states shall form a new state. West Virginia was illegally annexed. It was a very pro-Confederate state. Um, that was Lincoln and his tyranny work. They wanted connections with the railways. Mr. Meadows, um, he had a good program on that. And then uh, Mrs. Uh, Dylene says, I also heard that Lincoln put us into bankruptcy. That is correct. He, Our country, because of him, was extremely bankrupt after uh, the war between you states. Know, one thing that Lincoln, I think, why they really killed him as well. Obviously, they used him, the New World Order, the big banking systems, the Rockefellers used him back then. You guys know about that. He signed into um, he signed into writing before he passed away, before he got killed, before he got destroyed. Um, a very important thing that separated us from the Federal Reserve. And I think then after that, they just put it back in anyway. Kind of like what what Trump did, like he made the Treasury separate from the Federal Reserve. Um, if you guys look up, it, it, it's hysterical. The, the the titles are identical. Instead of the Green New Deal, Lincoln called it the Green Deal, and he made he made our money independent from the federal banking system. But I don't know how how long that lasted for, how true that actually was. But it was a legitimate piece of legislation that he put in before he was assassinated now i don't know how far it was uh, to the length of what uh our monetary system went through maybe he had some other i have, I have to look into it more myself but that particular piece of legislation because like like Vinny says too a lot like he felt bad about what he did after but it was already too late the reconstruction act was the reconstruction act was garbage uh, it was enslaving states. It was forcing them to join or die in their sense. And it kept them in martial law for 10, 15 years after the war. And, and, also, um, and, and let's also remember that during Reconstruction and and the official end of Reconstruction, the rise of Robert Barons, the railroad tycoons that came, that came, that pretty much came after our lands and farms. We should really do an episode on that to 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 see what Lincoln put into that. I'm I'm very curious to know uh, how much he was actually used by the New World Order back then to do their bidding, and what he decided to do and not do, you know. And um, it, like like I tell people, Lincoln was a half truther. He said something to your face and went behind closed doors and did something else. He was full of garbage. Yeah, and, and Mister uh, Mrs. Uh, Starbuck knows uh, Harrison. That's the son that she knows. Uh, yeah. And granddaughter Anne. Yeah. Yeah. Because Lion Tyler Jr. died not long back. He died a few years ago, if I'm not mistaken, right? It was yeah. like. Yeah. That's Harrison's brother, I think. Or is that his cousin? I can't remember. His, I believe his brother. Uh, I think is his brother, I want to say. And that yeah. was. So, Frankie, if you don't know, President Tyler, he was the only president that did not receive a presidential funeral. 
He also was, his casket was draped with the Confederate flag because during, uh, when he passed on, Virginia had seceded. Um, his, you know, Dixie was yep. a country and it still is a country today, mm-hmm. but he was very Southern sympathetic. Yeah. And, and during the war, just before he died, he was a member of the Confederate Congress. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of things that people are never going to know, and they're going to be like, oh, uh, why didn't they tell us? Because they, they don't want you to know. Prime yeah, example of what Lincoln and the not, Lincoln Republic. It makes me wonder, too. Like, there's a lot of stuff that are not in history books. Like, they're oh, not in the of. curriculum. They're not in the curriculum. There's mainstream and, stuff, and it's not taught to make you think. It's just taught you make to make you obey. It's the same northern education that's currently plaguing our country to this day. And I keep telling yeah. people that. What do you mean by northern education? I said, look up your history books. Look, who, yeah. look at who it's written by. Most yeah, of them are New Age, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Plus, uh, there's a saying that, according to Brian McConaughey, that uh, that uh, while during Reconstruction, the Union built schools more than they built church, rebuilt churches. Mm. And, I believe right? it. Uh, speaking of uh, Frankie's best friend, I'm going to say that uh, jokingly, but before we. Mentioned that. Just take a look to read this. It took my state, Alabama, nearly 100 years to pay off all the debts the Union threw on us after the war. We Southerners were severely disenfranchised. And Lincoln was a railroad lawyer, hence why he um, took all that railroad stuff seriously. Yeah. That's right. And uh, Reconstruction was a joke, and carpetbaggers from the North made themselves rich. That's Northern right. history they books still and are. Southern they still books are, are very different. That's right. They still are. They're coming down. And, th- and this is what pisses me off about New York and New Jersey, because there were so many people that supported secession. So many people that were against tyrants yeah. back then. Yes. It, it, look at all of upstate New York. It's all conservative. I've seen, con- I've seen Confederate flags hanging. I've seen Don't Tread Me flags hanging. I've seen people that are like, what are you doing up here, boy? It's yeah. hysterical. And I'm like, yeah, like, yeah. What's, what's crazy I, is I, I was, yeah, I was telling Vinny, uh, secession is not a Southern phenomenon. It's a Northern phenomenon. The, the first idea of secession came from New England. That's right. Against the king. No, Correct. not just the king. I'm talking about after the Philly convention. It, oh, yeah. Up north. And I have the, the information, the general, uh, not general, the person behind that. It was Northern. We would have had a Northern Confederacy. <laughs> Well, maybe it's time that we do. So speaking of education, I, right. Billy, Billy, <laughs> not Billy, um, Frankie's friend, Billy. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's my friend. All right. Um, Your best friend. You know, it's funny. He, he hasn't really said anything against me, by the way, because he knows better. Um, he knows I've, I've kept things completely good with him, and I've been also willing to speak with him about everything. And he's just not open to it. So that's where I left it at with him. However, he knows that I'm disappointed with him. He knows that he has a lot of work to do in terms of learning how to be an actual American and to appreciate American history and to represent our country properly the way so many people don't know how. That's right. And he was promoting this one person last year. And it was a prime example of you know, people not knowing their history, both on the left and the right. Billy on that case is running as a Republican. And the person that he was talking about was an early Lincoln Republican. And the person was in South Carolina, 
promoted mandatory homeschooling. Mind you, Billy's platform was promoting also homeschooling. So again, someone who directly conflicts with your beliefs. And then um, if you do your history, this woman right here, we should thank because she helped education. This is Mrs. Uh, Rutherford Lewis. She was a fantastic, Mildred Rutherford Lewis, fantastic a patriot from Georgia, a very strong Southern lady. And she fought tooth and nail to make sure that education was taught the correct way. So the whole idea of people taking over school boards, that's nothing new, it was done by the Confederate women. And she had a wonderful book that has primary sources of how people viewed Lincoln and viewed the war at the time called Truths of History. And I highly recommend that people read that book because it's wonderful. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. Noted. There's so much to the South and I wish people would really understand that. Yes. And what, what angers me is, is New York, especially around this area where I live, was untouched territory during the French and Indian War before any of this crap happened. You know, and, and there were patriots back then. There were colonials that were loyal, but they were not loyal to the king because that's when the king started to really, you know, abuse his power and tax the people and put all the new colonials and immigrants on the frontier, allowing them to be slaughtered by countless Native American tribes. Because they were poor. Oh, no, oh, let them sell the land, these poor peasants. Let's give them all this dangerous territory. Yes, let them do it by themselves. Let them, let them just come over here. Little, little people are going to get slayed. And, that, and that's what they're doing to us all day, every day. My ancestors helped build the, the, the ghettos in New York, in the city. You know, they helped build the Bronx apartments. They helped build the George Washington Bridge. They were enslaved just as much. They were considered the peasants of that time. And they were told to turn away and go home. Back during the Ellis Island immigration phase. So screw off to northern everything. I know exactly what it is that you guys are saying. You know, like, we, we all went through it in some way, shape, or form. You don't see any of us seeking reparations. But I'm telling you, we should seek secession ASAP. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I just, every time I talk about history, I get this fired up about it because we know the truth. We know the truth and we're dead, and we're dead set on it. We're dead serious about it. People don't, under, people like, when I mentioned the Seven Years War and Join or Die, because it came out around that time. That, that's when Benjamin Franklin told the 13 colonies, guys, look, if we do not stop fighting about bullshit, we're not going to have a country. If we can't set our petty differences aside and unite for the common cause of freedom and liberty, despite our differences, we're not going to have nothing. England's going to be overrun by the French and, and, and their Native American allies. It was such a pivotal point in, that, in our country's history. Before currency, you know, when the pound was still being kind of used and introduced, but many people were trading for fur and wampum and, and tobacco and alcohol and all the things that people should still be trading for right now. There should be a gigantic trading platform where we can completely um, defund our funding of currency. So that way we can go back and realize this is the way things should have been in our country. Not controlled yeah. by a global centralist banking system. Not having all this funding and dollars going to any country that our government wants it to go to. You know, like this, this country has to go back to its roots. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And one of the thing, one of the platforms I was in favor of was a, a very, was a, was a very, um, Jackson, Andrew Jackson move, uh, getting rid of the national bank. 
Yes. On his tombstone, I got the banks. <laughs> People call me Jackson. They call me Jackson. I, I, I hate these scoundrels. I really do. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, if it weren't for capitalism, look, capitalism is one thing, but crony capitalism is another. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What we got right now is crony capitalism. Correct. And what we got after the war was crony capitalism. Amen. Amen. And hello from Liverpool, England. Now I was just we talking got a new about British Confederate. Now, we have an Australian yeah, Confederate. I was just talking about England the other day. Uh, when I was thinking, when I was talking about party platforms, there was probably there's probably one thing um, that's probably outside uh, the the purview of Jacksonian Jeffersonianism that I wanted to borrow from our friends from across the pond that I would love to see implemented in an, in an amendment or law over here. A vote of no confidence in a sitting president. Yeah, right. I mean, I would like we're that. supposed to have that. We're supposed, that? To have, we're supposed to have that ability. If the president and Congress are not doing their job in accordance to the Declaration of Independence, okay, we're allowed to remove them. We are allowed to remove them. It didn't say that we have to vote. No. If someone did something against the Constitution at this magnitude, uh, violating our personal rights and our private rights, then by Declaration of Independence, by Bill of Rights, we have the right to remove them, without question. Yeah, yeah. And the Twenty Fifth Amendment, no, that's not a vote of no confidence. That's a, that's more of a if someone has, someone has a, well, they're incapacitated and or they're, well have dementia, Alzheimer's. Well, well Biden never does. Who's in office now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, shall we? Yeah. But y'all know what I mean. Like the, 20, the, 25th, the, the, 20, the 25th Amendment and a vote of no confidence are very, are different. Um, we definitely need a vote of no confidence in this country. We definitely that? do. Yeah, we, we need it. Yeah. We need, uh, we need something, guys, because if we're not careful, no one's going to have the ability to vote at all anymore. Yeah. All the votes are given to the illegals now. Thank the you for coming on, Miss Alex. Thank you, Alex. This is Miss Alex, our Australian Confederate. She says, the Aussie Confederate has got a dash. See you all later. Yeah. Biden definitely checks all those Aussie Confederates. And um, I wonder how they're dealing with all their ridiculous mandates. I know that they let them up. But in terms of their gun laws, they're no better than England. Miss Starbucks, no correct. Letting a balloon cross the country is treason. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. I like Dere Marjorie Taylor Greene. And, dereli and dereliction of duty. Hmm. There's another one. They're totally like d disregarding their election. Well, their elected purpose to protect, they're totally disregarding. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to protecting uh, actual civil liberties, our government always fails short. And, I, you know, I, I find it funny that Trump, I, I'm very happy that he received that CSV award. But my question to Trump is, what are you going to do with it now, pal? Oh, so about that, because uh, Trump was given uh, SCV, the SCV award. It was the the general uh, Stephen Lee award. Pretty sure that was the award. And it was the highest award that is given to a non-SCV member. And I thought that was interesting. But I think what it's going to be is a true test of character if he accepts the award. That's where it's well, really going to be a defining well, thing. I think I think how he got it too is he 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 helped pay restore Beauvoir after a hurricane. 
Oh, that's how they did it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Cause I know they had to be careful. Like they couldn't do it because like of an act that he passed or something. Cause you have to always be careful with politics. Um, I just look what, what, if I were president, I would not hesitate to accept something like that. That is American. That's an American standard. That's American history. It's part of our country. Get with it or get the hell out already. You know, people need to be taught about these things. They're not being taught jack crap in school other than, you know, uh, how their feelings are or what social justice guild to join or what sexuality they need to be. Like, this is complete nonsense. I haven't met, and you guys know, I teach children. I'll protect them to the day I die, okay? I teach them how to protect themselves. I have martial arts school, et cetera, et cetera. But the way I see them act, the way I see them think, they, they just, it's just bots. They're just, they're just computer NPCs. Yeah. Just random characters walking around. And I'm just like... No one's having an intelligent discussion about anything. They're just being brainwashed by their gizmos and gadgets, and the parents are no smarter. I, I really like there's very few people you can actually have a conversation with aside from ourselves like this. And I think that's also part of the problem. We need more group outreach for sure. We definitely need more education, not education camps, even though, <laughs> even though I'd be happy to hold certain people's eyes open until they cringe, you know, like AOC or Pelosi or uh, Biden, you know, I'd be like, you're going to sit down and you're going to watch this Confederate, you know, uh, series on the Civil War and what really happened with you. Like it or I hold the gun to his head. I don't care. You're going to sit down and you're going to watch this. And um, that's what needs to be done. You Look know, like it, this, we need we need a lot of stuff to be handed out. I don't mind putting decals on street lamps the way they used to and different places. I don't mind putting postcards in people's mailboxes. Because they really need to understand that. And also New World Order stuff. Heavy amounts of New World Order information. Your country is under attack. Get with it or perish. Join or die. You know, it's... Uh, it, it, the, the time is now. Guys, we are a, less than a year away from catastrophe. Yeah. And, you can see America have... going gigantic freaking slope. And it's speeding up. It's speeding up, and here we are. Uh, you know, everyone's worried about Biden and the Grammy Awards and the Super Bowl. There are far bigger things going on than all any of those things. Period. Yeah. Raise your hand if you didn't watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Y'all are gonna laugh at me. And I knew it was coming up. Event of the year. It, I didn't even know it was coming. I knew it was coming up. I did not know it was today until like not even kidding a day ago. I go and oh, Super Bowl's tomorrow. I I just haven't been watching them. Um, yeah, no. honestly, honestly, uh, have, unless the Steelers are playing, I'm not gonna watch. <laughs> yeah, the minute they took a knee and started being all, and they still have social justice commercials. Yeah, yeah. So it's like why? So why why are people like forgetting what happened two and a half, three years ago now? The same way you're going to forget about 9-11? Is that what we're going to do? The same way we forgot about JFK? The same way we forgot about like how, how much evil there is in the government currently? And how, how we have like two or three representatives that are standing that are standing there willing to fight? And where's everybody yeah. else? Nachos and uh, corn dogs? I mean, come on. Yeah. And I, yeah. And here's, here's what gets me, too. People don't realize this, too. You know who Disney as they're reconstruct restructuring to save their losses. 
You know who they're partnering with? It was, let me guess. Balenciaga. Oh, 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 there we go. The cat's out of the Oh, there's no shocker there. I I just saw that Planned Parenthood received $80 billion in COVID stimulus. $80 billion. Billion. I'll repeat that. Billion. $80 billion more than Ukraine. Eighty yeah, that's billion. Another, that's another problem too. Like dollars. our government giving them money, giving Ukraine money. That's and right. what about us people? Even you know those us? of us. Yeah. Uh, thank you so oh, much for coming on this. Them. That's why we're not receiving shit. You guys know that. Yeah. Mrs. Starbucks says my kids told teachers the truth. I got called in the school once with the oldest, educated the teacher, principal, and security. Doctor Starbuck enters the building with respect. Now, amen. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Starbucks is the best. She's like, I told Mrs. Uh, Starbucks she uh, has to write a book. You know, Doctor uh, Starbucks' Guide to Parenting: How to Be a Rebel Parent, <laughs> a Patriotic and, Rebel. And Starbucks yeah. at the youth for their coffee <laughs> and their education. That's Hang right. out. They will distract the master next shiny thing because the, the, these distractions are what's really scaring. Yeah, um, that's right. Planned Parenthood is government-funded genocide. Yeah, I told I told somebody that Planned Parenthood has been linked with the clan like the the second clan and the and progressivism and eugenics i mean and lincoln's ideology yes yes she was a eugenicist she was and and she spoke at a clan meeting yeah she spoke at a clan uh, not just to a clan meeting i mean she i mean when people against other whites that were not german yeah and we're not like uh, you know. Yeah, she said what she was. She was identical to what Hitler said. They're not of the pure Aryan white race. Yeah. So it was against killing everyone. She didn't give a crap. Yeah. I think people really have have missed the mark here, they and uh, we are really too late. Like we're we're trying to stop that boulder going down the hill. And but how you long and can I you hold the boulder? Out. We're, we're we're holding it up like the. Like the Atlas weightlifter guy, trying to not mm-hmm. let it fall on us, and it's like you know this is ridiculous. Um, it, it, and and our pile is getting smaller because people's people's weaknesses and uh, are being used, you know, and and no one's getting strong about it, you know. I mean, guys, pick up some weights, please. Pick up your patriotic weights and start putting it up there. Pro- I mean, that's the wall we need to build, aside yeah. from the one at the border. We have to build our own damn wall. And I think we should build a wall around D.C. and surround it with all of us. With all of us. The same way the truckers rally was meant to do, but they were too chicken crap to do it. Oh, no. The whole thing that they had uh, with New Jersey with that rally, which that is a topic for a whole other day, another episode that we have to, again, all three come on yeah. for. The New Jersey one, you would have cracked up because there was only a handful of trucks that were there. And then out of the trucks that <laughs> did come, notice I didn't go to DC. Notice I did not go. The minute I found out a whole bunch of traders and turncoats and rhinos were the ones hosting it, I said, "Okay, uh, okay, this person's doing it. Oh, Billy has this. Th- oh, oh, LGBT is allowed. Uh, they, no. they had LGBTQ flags, but they said no to any kind of Confederate flag. No they said no flag. to Gazan flag. They said they said only USA." Uh, back the blue flags and Canadian flags are allowed. And then they lied and said they never said that. Well, I had all phone proof and pictures in the group about that. And then as one of the organizers, 
you cannot you cannot alter the American flag in that way. To simply say to put a blue line through it is saying screw you to everyone because the blue line reigns supreme. I'm, and, and look, I'm a I'm a police supporter. There's tons of good police out there, but the minute their 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 overlords tell them what to do and they start arresting people for not getting the shot or wearing a mask, I'm completely against it. That's right, you Mrs. Know, Starbucks. They're the ones who start knocking at the door. Uh, Rob brings up a great point. Americans have mm -hmm. largely become sheep. Uh, TV is a shepherd, 100%. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Let's see what else. Really missing the fact that all the celebrities are involved with it too, and they all get mm -hmm. paid tons of money to bend over backwards for these yeah. shills up top. You yeah, know, and, and all the thick symbol right over here, right over the eye. How do you not see this? Uh, a, a, a person of mine, a good friend of mine, sent me a video on Beyonce. And she's like, oh, I love Jesus and I love God. Meanwhile, so let me get this straight. After all the information I sent to you about how she's linked, about how demonic she is, about her alter personality, about her, about her, about her blood sacrifice rituals that she does with the Clintons on the side, all these celebrities, including Rihanna, who was at the Super Bowl, okay, including Kardashian, the demon, you know, even Kanye West, I had to sacrifice my mom. Why are people missing this? It's right there. They admit it, they're, and, and, they're, and they're taunting you nonetheless. And um, you want to send me one video of her thanking Jesus? Bullshit. That's right. AT and T dropped the Max TV at their request. Newsmax, for yeah. Newsmax, a hundred. But you see how it's like you have that one person that complains and they bow to it. This is the problem. Yeah, you know, and then that's, they try that's to what change happened. the narrative. Yeah, uh, that's what ironically would happen to Michael Knowles. That's by, by I got a person on Twitter with only two followers complained about complained to Harry's razors about Michael Knowles, and they drop him. <laughs> they drop I think that's disgusting. Like, okay, all right, well, uh, we don't want any drama. The same way they dropped Tiger Woods from all that crap because he did something terribly wrong. And um, even though he was wrong in what he did, I mean, did he deserve to be – blasphemize and lose all his sponsors and have his whole entire livelihood destroyed because of a couple trolls. And also, like, if you take what George Carlin had said about uh, freedom of speech, there I mean, this is a very old episode, obviously, but I remember it like it was yesterday. He had said that this Baptist uh, or some type of a minister, down in the South nonetheless, too, which sucks, but he had said that he, he called up a radio station to complain about something that he found offensive. And I forgot what the subject was, but then the radio station honored his wishes because the radio station was doing something. It was playing. I think it was a song or something. I think it was it's something to do with music. He, they were playing a song that the, that the, that the minister didn't like, and they took it down one person. And this, this has been going on with the FCC for since the eighties and nineties when they came out. They were. They got rid of all the cool shows. They got rid of Ren and Stimpy. It's like, I mean, you get you're getting rid of everything. They get rid of all the old school cartoons. I mean, you you barely see GI Joe and Ninja Turtles or Sonic the Hedgehog. I can name three more off the top of my head, but it's like they all had moral messages at the end, correct? Yeah. And now we're gonna right. get rid of those too. Yeah, there was there was meaning in it. Now, like yeah, the nineties, the nineties show, uh, the nineties shows had well. A well-meaning message to it for crying out loud 
It was a, we. I feel like we're living in a completely different country compared to that time. I don't I recognize really, the America now. Not when I, I grew don't up. Recognize <laughs> it at all. When I was, I don't re recognize it from when I was a kid. I mean, right. Uh, Felt a lot. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Where I grew up, my original hometown it is so different now, and all these things, the issues of illegal immigration, that the crime has gone up. Uh, they have built Section Eight housing. So it was once a very safe community. It was suburban enough that you could walk to what you needed, but country enough, you went a little farther. You had wonderful parks that were one of the parks. The person was a real, the man who was behind it. He was a real son of the Confederacy. Um, you know, Duke Island Park was wonderful. And, uh, you know, we moved out of there a while ago and it, it, the whole place has just gone downhill. It, there was crime. There was someone that was uh, murdered in the, the parking lot of a, a quick check. I went there with a friend. I was touring her around where I grew up and we went in there. The guy that I remember who worked there is still there. He goes, oh yeah, you know, this has happened. We had a robbery, uh, garbage now everywhere. People once proud of their towns, neighbors looked out for one another. That's all gone. And the people that are coming in there now are just sketchy and a lot of drug activity. And I, I know a gentleman who I was friends with and he moved out of that uh, town and he said his neighbor was wonderful and she passed on the people that replaced her were you know awful he moved to a small remote country area of new jersey just to escape how bad that town was becoming they're, they're definitely watering down our country on purpose oh they're they definitely are immigration I mean, they're, just, they're down in Ar here in arkansas like i'm not sure you heard of ever heard of harvey coin before but they're destroying a building in, in Old Montney, Arkansas. And uh, part of it I can understand because people are getting hurt trying to break in through the fen uh, fence to try to deface it and, and, and whatnot. And, and that is if uh, when the water recedes and, and it exposes itself because part of Montney, Arkansas was underwater now beca because of the dam. And, and, uh, I just feel like, I feel like not only as Americans, we're losing our culture here in Arkansas. I feel like we're losing our culture. All right. Yes. Because sure. in Arkansas, because we're rise of it's becoming Northwest Arkansas is becoming more corporate than when, because oh. 20 years ago, it, you could get on I 49 North and, and you could see cows, and, you know, Angus black, cows mm -hmm. awesome and, and within 30 years it's it's corporate you got walmart uh home office that's there. right you got tyson yeah tyson Crap. there you have jb hunt you have and and uh and then of course u of a u of a u of a fayetteville buying up everything they closed down the drive-in theater for crying out loud right. that's been there for 40 freaking years this is all the corporations. This is America, the corporation since 1871. This is a slow death. You That's know, right. Mrs. Starbucks says we're, we're essentially, uh, Mrs. Starbucks says what happened to the freedom of the press and trying to get the true story. Um, I talked to a fellow compatriot who he taught journalism and he said, Hey, honest media is dead. It's gone. Uh, Lincoln was notorious for that. If you were a reporter mm -hmm. that wrote the truth, Lincoln locked you up. That was his mm -hmm. way of censoring you. Whole newspapers right. were censored right in Philadelphia. Yeah. I gave a, Frankie and the rest of the Relentless Patriots, we had a group of us that we had a wonderful Philly outing. 
And I gave a little bit of the Southern history of Philly. Philly had a lot of Southerners and Southern sympathizers. One of them, they, uh, they attacked him. He had a, a newspaper and he was printing pro-Southern stuff. They destroyed his office. He was jailed and then deported to South Carolina. And uh, this is another article on that. Um, Rob puts a great article up here and a link to it. This article will make you cringe. It is America is unrecognizable and on the brinks of collapse, experts warn, turning point in our own legacy. We once were the land of freedom and look at how many freedoms we, we've lost. Within 20 years, yeah. Another, oh, I, I saw that. And I yeah. saw that too, that the Williams family won with their money. A great country. They got too big and pompous. And then they fell within a year. Here's a college that went woke. Uh, VCU is in trouble. They have removed the name of T.C. Williams off the law school. The family wants its donation back with interest since 1890, since the school went woke. So get ready for that school to pay up. That happened. The uh, same thing happened in uh, Tennessee, uh, Vanderbilt University. They had Confederate Memorial Hall that the amazing mm -hmm. United Orders of the Confederacy uh, furnished and they donated to. They were able to get their endowment back in exchange for the lettering. Yeah, and, and it was yeah. not, and it was not just, uh, like it was that, not just that too. It was the the building was meant for the descendants of the female descendants of Confederate soldiers to go to school there. These women made it Van, so they can go to Vanderbilt. The reason, yeah, the reason Vanderbilt, Cornel, the reason Cornelius Vanderbilt had had that happen is because his wife was a Southerner. His second wife was a Southerner. Hmm. And uh, when you guys yeah. tell me these, my heart just is sinking here. You know, yeah. it really is. I, yeah. I just can't believe our gone, our government has, and 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 its people to the point where they're just gonna, they're okay with erasing everything, everything to do with history, everything to do with being an American. They don't want it anymore. They don't want it anymore because they they know that's what makes us strong. Yeah. I just now saw a thing on one of the SCV uh, uh, camps say, if the NFL is playing the Black National Anthem, then they should play Dixie. Yes. Yes. Remember Amen. when they attacked Dixie? They took away Dixie. And um, that's been a thing, not, not with the NFL in particular, but other sports. They used to have team sports. They'd be proud of their Southern heritage. they get out there. We've gone so far away from that. So if they're now doing the Black National Anthem, I say we do Dixie now. Yes. Yeah. I, I side with you, Mrs. Starbucks. It's okay. It'll be one mm -hmm. less college in Richmond, and Richmond is hurting, so I'm happy. You and me both yeah. hit him where it hurts in the pocketbook go, and let them become yeah. a real country. Yeah, what, go woke, what go broke, saying? Go woke, go broke. Yeah, that's I mean, right. Literally, Richmond went when, and now Richmond itself is going broke. <laughs> and and I bet you didn't know this, Frankie. No matter how broke they get, though, these tyrants still are able to reign supreme. Frank, you know about the. Uh, um, the Star Spangled Banner and the writing of it, well, his grandson uh, was locked up. His grandson was locked up by Lincoln, and this is what the grandson said. Uh, his grandson was Frank Key Howard, grandson of uh, Francis Scott Key. When, and so he was jailed um, you know, for selling a book. He wrote a book on the experiences of a political prisoner in camp in December 1862 and published it in 1863 titled... 14 months in American Bastilles. Two of the publishers selling the book were then arrested. Howard commented in his imprisonment. When I looked out in the morning, I could not help being struck by an odd and not pleasant coincidence. On that day, 47 years before my grandfather, Mr. Francis Scott Key, the prisoner on the British ship, had witnessed the bombardment of Fort McHenry. 
When on the following morning, the hostile fleet drew off defeated, he wrote the song so long popular throughout the country, the Star Spangled Banner. As I stood upon the very scene of that conflict, I could not but contrast my position with his 47 years before. The flag that had been so proudly hailed, I saw waving at the same place over victims of as a vulgar and brutal a despotism as modern times have witnessed. He died in London. So he was uh, a political prisoner. And I'm sorry, not arrested for selling a book. It was the publisher that did the book. They were arrested. Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that right? The Black National Anthem is basically because they think the National Anthem is racist somehow. Every right, Everything's racist now. Because of the third paragraph. And the third paragraph has nothing to do with the slaves. It's all what they want to interpret. Everything is about wrongfully interpreting. Just like people want to uh, interpret the Bible for flat earth nonsense. Like, they, or they want to take a certain verse and, and take it to a certain point. Take it to an extreme where it does not belong. Like, enough, guys. Stop mistranslating things to make yourself feel better. That's like the whole feminist mantra. You know, I'm, we're going to start being against the white male patriarchy because we're inferior. And we feel inferior 24-7 because we have no confidence in ourselves. So what are we going to do? Cancel culture white men. It's like, come on, man. It's the same thing. If you guys are really feeling that bad for yourselves, then hit the gym. Do some martial art classes. Build some confidence. Maybe even join patriot groups. And maybe you can understand what it's like to be around real men. So here's why his grandson was arrested. Uh, this will shock y'all. And it wasn't. So he wrote a book on his prison experiences. So he was um, arrested without a warrant just after midnight on September 13th, 1861 at his home by U.S. Major General Nathan Patience Banks on the direct orders of General George B. McClellan enforcing the policy of President Lincoln. So uh, you all, all want to take a guess at what his crime was? Please. The basis yeah. for his arrest was for writing a critical editorial in his newspaper of Lincoln's suspension of the writ of habeas corpus and criticizing the fact that the Lincoln administration had declared martial law in Baltimore and imprisoned without charge George William Brown, the mayor of Baltimore, sitting U.S. Congressman Henry May, and police commissioner of Baltimore and the entire city council. Lincoln locked them all up. I wonder if that was the, the, the same time they they locked up the, the Lincoln, the the Maryland delegation. It must have been around uh, in that vicinity. And Maryland was a prime example where the citizens were attacked. Lincoln locked them up because he knew that Maryland was going to vote to secede. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and, and if Maryland has seceded, so would have Delaware. It was That's a, Delaware and know. New Jersey, more than likely New Jersey. We were four votes away from secession in New Jersey because we actually had a secession vote in our state. Delaware had a secession vote as well. Right in that mid-Atlantic area, uh, area, they call New Jersey the northernmost southern state. Because after New Jersey, when you leave New Jersey, it's Yankee land. We still have rebels that are here, and even after the war, would usually go to New Jersey. How is it that uh, that I wasn't even brought up on southern roots, and I, I, I just know better? <laughs> you're a southerner, Frankie. We consider you a southerner. You have the southern heart, and that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, this gentleman the, right here, he went yeah, way down. You're a love of country, dude. people. You're a copperhead. Love that's what it is. Country. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption, and now they decided to edit, to edit and add in the women's rights campaign from the 1900s are in there now. And then uh, all of a sudden, Arthur Morgan goes woke. He's like, yeah, I, I get fired up when I hear about women's rights. And I'm like, what type of game are we playing now? Um, yeah, I remember it. Uh, 
back you used to have the option of you used to have the option of what he said in his dialogue is what it was. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I look at it because we're we're playing a game that's based upon Wild West. Yeah, or the at least the conclusion, or at least the conclusion. The conclusion, right? West, like, yeah. And then you have women's rights there. Well, women's voting rights didn't happen until yeah, later. Suffered. Yeah, the it's completely the wrong time. Yeah, but they just decided to put it in. Yeah, I, and there's a spot too where Arthur runs into a eugenicist. Hmm. Yeah, there's a eugenicist, and then they talk about like, um, well, e even though like Lenny, Lenny's awesome in that game. But he's like, hell yeah, blacks had the worst in this country. It's like, give, here we go again. Do we really have to make every single thing? Do we have to really ruin it? All about ways to make it. Yeah, better? and they tried calling. Uh, they try, they, and when they ask uh, John Marston if he was a Yankee, I'm like, uh, my dad was on a boat from Scotland to here. I, I like how they put the Confederates in there. They call them the Greys. Uh, and, yeah, uh, the Greys and the and the Lemoyne. Uh, uh, that that yeah. outlaw group, the Morgan Gang, and then you have yes. the uh, the Blairfields, whatever. You know what's uh, funny about them? they they Blair remind Blair. me directly of the Rockefellers because they had private land. They were mm -hmm. here for a long, long time. They have old money. They had plantations, you know, and they made they got rich quick off of that. And you know, it's it's crazy. Like how how much like uh, and people just don't see it. They just think of it as a game. Braithwaite, Braithwaite, yeah, Grays and Braithwaite. Braithwaite. There you go. They remind me of the Rockefellers because that's what they had. That's what they all had. The Rothschilds had the same thing. They all bought land. They bought out the politicians. Oh, yeah. You know who reminds me? You know who reminded me of the of the Cornelius Vanderbilt in that game? Uh, the railroad guy. The railroad guy they were robbing. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, those the charlatans guy, yeah. with the ice, tall, pointy caps, and you know. You know, with the canes and and they all like the Monopoly guy. You know, like that's yeah. that's what they are. Yeah. Charlatans, charlatans, and snake oil salesmen. That's right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Oh, yeah. So we have been on here for uh, two hours and thirty minutes. We have done a fantastic job. <laughs> as always, yeah. as we wrap up, I always like to read a bit of a veteran's profile, and this is a book I just want to talk to y'all about. Frankie knows a lot of these men because this uh, amazing <laughs> gentleman down here, he was one of. Uh, he, he was just me and him. We went up there and one of few that helped to plan this memorial service uh, this summer. We went up to New York, Hastings and Hudson. It was me and Frankie. We ran around and we laid flags all over for the veterans, the Confederate veterans buried at the Hastings and Hudson monument in New York. We said a prayer. I did the invocation. I did a little bit of a program. Then we met with our buddies uh, to go shooting and for uh, barbecue after. So I just want to give Frankie so much credit for that. You made Thank it amazing, you. man. You know, we, that was, I think we had over 3,000 views for that one video that we did. Your video and your photo went viral, both of them, because people were like, Confederates in New York? Yeah, and that monument, they wanted to take out of a cemetery. We saved that. It was the it was the locals and the Sons of Union veterans, that one camp that sadly is no longer, that one camp was fighting hard. So we all came together to save that monument back in the day. Those of us with the Southern Heart wrote town people, wrote the council people that to remove that monument is wrong. And the book, uh, I just want to talk about this book uh, by Eric W. Buckland. It's called Mosby's Rangers, Many Hazards Exploits. Uh, Mr. Buckland has uh, written some amazing books. And here is a veteran's profile in here. 
that I'd like to honor. This is W.A. Wall, veteran of the Confederacy dies, former state commander, was 87, one of Mosby's raiders. William Armstead Wall was a courier of the Confederacy, died last night at Masonic Home Hospital of Heart Disease following a paralytic stroke suffered six months ago. A former state commander of United Confederate Veterans and head of St. Louis Camp 731, United Confederate Veterans. Mr. Wall was 87 years old and remembered vividly wartime days when he survived or served in Stewart's cavalry. Joining the cavalry when he was 16, he rose to the command of the company, the Little Fork Rangers, became one of Mosby's raiders, surrendered two months after Lee laid down his arms at Appomattox. He recalled participating in a midnight raid at Fairfax Courthouse, Virginia, when 17 of Mosby's men captured Brigadier General Stoughton and he laid abed. And he told of bearing messages from Lee to Longstreet and other of his generals along Seminary Ridge when the fate of the Confederacy was determined. Three horses were shot from under him on the field at Gettysburg. Quote, but the most exciting day of the war to me and the saddest day of my life, Wall observed a post-dispatcher report on Decoration Day two years ago. Quote, was a day when I rode up to a squad of Union cavalrymen and surrendered. Sometimes it seems like yesterday. A Virginia farm boy, Wall came to Missouri after the war and farmed near Clark, Missouri. Remaining there until entering the Masonic home several years ago, he is survived by two sons, William D. and Ernest W. Wall, both of Clark. Funeral services will be conducted there. And that is a picture of him right there. Rest in peace, soldier. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, compatriot. Mm -hmm. All right. Any last remarks? Um, starting with uh, Corey, and we'll go to Frankie. Well, Dear Vendice, and stay Southern, boys. I like it. The, su the Southern flame will not be extinguished by New World Order tyrants or Northern conformists to uh, outside entities, you know, and um, we, the people, we, the people, we, the Americans, we are the last stand of this entire world against what's coming. So everyone, like, 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 Corey just said, we have to prepare to fight these people. And the best way we can do it is with our patriotism. Stay with us. Amen. Y'all stay Southern and day over DC. Thank you, y'all. God bless DC. God bless the South. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.